Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting to my right is Marty, and sitting across from me tonight is my little brother, Mike. How are you doing tonight, Mike? I'm doing well, thank you very much for asking. So, my brother, I don't get to see him very often, so it's going to be harassment time, because he lives in the great state of Kentucky. <laughs> Close enough, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> I don't study maps. I didn't study geology. So... I was telling Marty about this last week. I said, you're coming home. He's like, hey, you, you said you want to be on that podcast. Yeah. So I told story, Marty the story about the black dog. We mm-hmm. have, I was the only one in my family. I haven't talked to Mike like, what, three years? Mm-hmm. Three years Something we haven't talked to each other, really. And I was telling Marty, I'm like, yeah, I remember I had this black dog, this large black dog on the farm. And, like, no one in our family reminds me. My mom, dad, David didn't remember it. Uh, Daryl doesn't remember it. And mm-hmm. I'm like... Am I going crazy here? And I'm like, then you come home. I said, do you remember that large black dog? And there was actually a black dog on the farm. Yeah. So I don't, why would the rest of the people in our family forget that shit? Well, I think, see, we've seen it as kids. So I think our memory is like longer than theirs. I think we only had the dog a short time. Because I remember being there after a while. Yeah. It was just one day gone. So maybe it was toward the end of its life. Maybe we got it as a adoption or something like that. That's always my theory, because if that's the case, no one remembers it, maybe you only had it a short time. Yeah, but it's a big-ass black dog. Yeah. Because <clears> you <throat> had the other dog with Skipper, the Blue Healer. That thing lived forever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the, he became blind, and kicked like 500 times, got ran over twice, and the third time he died. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have farm dogs. That's kind of what happens. Yep, so Michael has had a quite an extensive, interesting life. We're going to kind of talk about what he's done with his life, because I think you've done everything from, you've been to the Philippines. Twice, yeah. Yep, and you've actually been the lead singer of a band. Studio band, we never got up on stage. Okay. <laughs> and you've More also have several um, role-playing games that you've written? I've written one, Okay, and that's... I'm making you sound better than what you are, come on. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to help you out. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Feel free to lie. <laughs> End of the day, you're still ending up here with us, so jokes <laughs> on you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, trouble quite extensively for conventions. Yeah, yeah. So, what other? What we? I want to hear about the weird shit. We don't talk much of this. We're gonna air it out in public here about all the weird shit you see. Oh, okay. Besides so, what you hire to go into your bedroom at night. Oh, yeah, that's a whole different weird story. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, that's the other podcast. The one with the three X's. Yeah, the, the, the after, after dark, dark edition. <laughs> anyway, my first paranormal experience was actually... Oh, can we say where this yeah, is at? Yeah, okay. just be vague. Okay, Millbank, South Dakota area, because I don't even know where it was. Every town has one. You know, the local haunted house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Meet a bunch of my friends at the time. Get into a couple vehicles. We drive out there. We get there. It's the stereotypical party house, vandalization, vandalization, graffiti everywhere. We're running around up and down stairs. You know, everyone's scared. It's like, this place is a fucking dub. Yeah. yeah. And so at the end of the exploration, we get outside. We're warming up the vehicles. I think it's like fall or early winter. In South Dakota, so... So that's June. Yeah. yeah. May or June. Yeah, yeah. Around that time. So our vehicles are on. We're all outside smoking. And the headlights are turned on and are facing toward the building. And we're just all standing around doing whatever, waiting for the cars to warm up. And I see a shadow. 
There's no one in front of the vehicles casting a shadow. It's a shadow by itself, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and it's moving fairly quickly, and I'm looking at everyone else. It's like, is anyone else fucking seeing this shit? Because no, I was not on, wasn't drunk or on drugs or right. anything like that. I didn't have any intoxicants. And I'm looking around, no one else seeing this shit. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It was just some formless shadow just moving along, and it's just like... No one else saw it, Whoa. and I haven't, and I've lost contact with all those friends. Oh yeah, so yeah. I can't. That's confirm. the email I was talking about. He sent us this email about that, but I'm like, <clears> I'm <throat> oh, him to tell. yep, yep, yep. So that was my first paranormal experience, and I don't even know if it was real. <laughs> it really, I, know I saw it. Well, that's like if you had the first time you have a paranormal experience, you don't think it's real because your brain's like not wired to think about it that way, and you want to be logical about it. And be like, okay, where's the person standing in front of the car? Like you said, yeah, no one was. No, did you have like a really short person at the party or something? Maybe just blow that hood. Well, in comparison to me, everyone was. Yeah, well, yeah that's true. That's, that's fair. Fact, that's a, that is that's fair. Yeah. Everyone's standing around and stuff like that. It's like, is no one else fucking seeing this shit? That's, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's the part I, because no one else said. Get, go, come on, continue your story. You're <clears throat> staring at me like a goof. That is. The oh story. man, that is the real story. So where about I, me and Michael grew up in the same area. We probably hang out none, none of the same people, but in Millbank, I know where that's at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it like what part of Millbank is that? Or are you assuming well, it's by Millbank? Well, it's because that's where we all were living at the time, or like hanging out. Yeah, and it's like outside of Millbank area, so it's in the country yeah. somewhere. One, they, was one just yeah, one person. I got, a, I got a question or, for you. Is uh, it is it like is it back in a grove of trees? The place? Well, there was trees around it. I mean, like, you had to take a driveway through trees and it opened up. I'm not... I can't remember that much. Okay. I know it was, a, it was like a farm place. Yeah. So, okay. It was, it was some time ago. Yeah. Five, six years right when I graduated. We'll go with that. Yeah, he's been graduated a lot longer than that. <laughs> it was 20-some years ago, so... Yeah. yeah. That's but I knew it was rural. It wasn't in town. Yeah. So... Yeah, one of those where you drive by and they're like, yes. man, nobody goes out here. Yeah, it's the we local should go get house. fucked up out here, man. Yeah. See crazy shit, have some beers. So what's your opinion on the Mogollon River Monster? Well, from what I, the research I've done, it's pretty much a Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot-type creature, right. hominid, hairy. <clears throat> hangs so you, you live you, where you live as, like, right on the Mogollon River. Yeah, Flagstaff is yeah. on the Mogollon River. So, but... Is there any like reports of it recently, like in a paper? Is there actually or, like you look at the paper and that? Mm-hmm. Do they actually have articles in there every once in a while about somebody seeing it? No, I've never seen anything like that. Right? Why not? God, that should be headline news. I, I, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> Just stories you pick up from other people. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> what else do you want to talk about? This is Mike's show. Well, Sedona's a pretty fun town. There's a lot of weird shit going on there. (laughs) Sedona, Arizona. Oh, yeah. 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 This is the Mike Show. Have at it. Right. Go crazy. I seen a news report one time on a cult called the Aquarians or something like that. That was some crazy-ass shit going on there. Yeah, I spent a lot of time there. I used to live down in Cottonwood, which is not that far from Sedona. Okay. So I never... I always hear about that weird crap, but I've never seen anybody. Yeah, right. <clears throat> well, just like, okay, that, that Sedona is probably the best place to hide a cult. Yeah. Because you yep. would never notice it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
just because of all the people there. They're like new age crystals. There's some yeah. really cool fucking shit down there. Yeah, there there there's a lot of uh, spiritual movements that. Uh, well, they believe what's that? There's there. a mountain right outside of Sedona where they believe it's a uh, alien craft underneath yeah. the mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Bell Rock. Bell or, Rock, yeah, or Cathedral Rock, whichever yeah, the yeah. vortex is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The vortices. Yeah. You about hurt yourself when you rolled your eyes when you said vortices. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, I'm not picking up your dumb ass if you fall over. Clonk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's the table, man. Get them pancake. It is. Every time we try to put stuff under here to level it out, she chews the shit up. Yeah. Or, or like so. the Bradshaw Ranch, which is considered Bradshaw. Arizona Skinwalker Ranch. Oh. Never heard of it. Yeah. yeah it's it's uh hasn't gotten the uh, publicity. big recognition and publicity that the regular Skinwalker Ranch has. But yeah, I, I have heard that name floating Yeah, Bradshaw around. Mountain Ranch. Yep. Yeah. It's like named after some old old-timey movie star who bought it. His name was Bradshaw, and he bought it. And it's all sorts of weird shit going on there. Aliens and stuff. I have, I actually <clears> say I've never heard of that. And then all of a sudden, you know, as soon as the last person who owned it died or whatever, the government reclaimed it. <laughs> yeah. really? Well, we're just going to take this off everybody's hands. Uh, because it was near uh, probably uh, government land. And just, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know the government needed more land. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... Uh, yeah, it's stuff like that. It's like, we don't have anything like that in South Dakota. That's really kind of weird. Like, we don't have any weird shit here, really. Except for him. <laughs> and he only comes back every couple of years. All right, I don't know if we have anything really famously super weird. And we have local stuff where, where people talk about different local stuff, but not anything, like, majorly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got CG Hollow. Yes. Yeah, we gotta go out there. We're told we need to go out there. Yeah, no, that's something we've kind of been throwing around the last so couple that on, years. That's on uh, reservation, right? Yes. Yeah. So you need special permission to go there. No, no, no. no you can go. You, you can do permanent camping there and everything. Yep. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty open with having people okay. come up and around. Yeah, typically don't be a complete disrespectful dick when you're there. Yeah, don't that's like there's like sense. medicine wheels out there and medicine drums. Don't touch that stuff if you're there. Yeah, yeah. that's a big no no because it is a religious place for the First Nations people. Yeah. Just, if you see something out the trail that looks pretty, don't touch it. It's there for a reason. Yeah, my friend's daughter and her boyfriend and a couple of their friends went out there last summer and just had all kinds of weird shit. They spent the night camping out there, just noises all night. That they were like, yeah, that's not coyotes, it's not turkeys. We're not sure what that is, but yeah, they were they were freaked out all goddamn night. I was like, oh, she's like, I was thinking of you because it was just so crazy. I was like, oh, I hope so. Should have been recording it, and then you sent yeah. it to us. Come then on, we could kid. tell you what it is, right? Come on, because there is bobcats yeah. around this. Country. Oh yeah, it could yeah. have been a bobcat or foxes make some really screwed up noises no, too. Foxes are or like the possums. There is uh, possums, yeah. yes. <laughs> A lot of the stuff that you hear the noise, like if you're not used to that noise or you know you're gonna hear that noise, it's gonna freak you the fuck out. Oh yeah. Like oh, the yeah. first time I heard a fox talking, oh shit. I was like, What the fuck is that? Then I seen a flash of reddish reddish orange over there yeah. or the noise out oh okay, it's a fox. Yeah. Yeah, so, they make some wild noises, dude. They start laughing and just weird shit. It's like, Oh, oh, what is that <laughs> fucking noise? Or even like the first time you hear a rabbit dying. Oh yeah. Horrifying sound. Or a deer that got oh, hurt. Oh yeah. 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 Just horrifying because it's not a normal sound you're going to hear. And if you're not used to it, yeah, it's like, oh, God. Then they got, all the, lady then they got all the cougars in that area, too. Yep. 
Yeah, the, even the ones that aren't in the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The ones in the bar. There's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a lot of them too. So, how was your trip to the Philippines? I, you, we were talking about this when I picked you up from the airport, and I said, just kind of save some of these stories for when we talk on the podcast. Well, I went in June, so it's a tropical, <laughs> like yeah. 100 miles yeah. from the equator, so it's right. 100% humidity, 100 degrees, Yeesh. so I sweated out every impurity I put in my body, <laughs> so I've been trying really hard to put it all back in. That's good, that's <laughs> good. Everyone has goals. So did you just go over there to visit, or what? Oh, I met a lady. Oh. Yeah, through dating site. Oh. Super nice. 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 Yeah, it's, they got some, <laughs> not being out of the country, first time out of the country, they got a lot of strange customs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to research that on YouTube and some of the language, so I didn't yep. embarrass myself any more than usual. <laughs> right. Well, that, it's bad enough you're seven foot in Philippines. Oh. Not typically known for super tall people in the Philippines. Yeah, 5'2", uh, 5'3", five, five, for women and 5'5", five, yeah. five for men. That's right. the national average. So it's like, oh, here I am, you know, two feet above And they it. love basketball. Hey, everybody. If there's a dirt, flat dirt lot, oh. they'll put up a hoop. <laughs> yep, hell yeah. So in June of last year was the NBA championship going on here in yep. the States. So like once a day. Someone would come up to you and goes, oh, you played for the NBA? No. <laughs> Can I have a picture with you? Sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. So start charging them. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that place is uh, very uh, uh, steeped in its own uh, mysticism mm-hmm. and, and a lot of uh, but superstition, I guess you would call it, with a lot of just, they've got a million different Good and evil spirits in that country. It seems like that everybody's just like, oh, watch out for those. Oh, yeah, I went okay. looking up for okay. books about supernatural oh, yeah. and stuff like that, and I went to a couple places. They said they don't, no, they don't have anything like that because I talked to my lady because she speaks fluently. Yeah, it's like they, she asked for books like that. She goes, no, we don't have that. Like, oh. They probably don't want to invoke them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, that, yeah. yeah, that's there's a of lot of them. Yeah, you run into like <coughs> investigators over there. Like, yeah, we don't talk about that because. It's kind of like some of those same theories of, uh, like, with Skinwalker. Yeah. If you're talking about it, you're going to bring it in, and we don't fucking want it, so we just don't talk about it. Yeah. We know it's there, we just don't talk about it. It's like, oh, fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah. That was a pretty good time. Yeah, went to a monkey sanctuary. Ooh, that'd be cool. <laughs> it was funny because uh, they have, like, guides there, and they'll call them out. You bring these like bananas. Well, they look like bananas, but they taste like a potato. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a yeah. It's they're pretty disgusting. Because <laughs> you get that visual of the banana. Oh and yeah. Then you eat it. It tastes like a potato. It's like yeah. So anyway, you can give them those, and they'll come up to you and stuff like that. But if you take them and you put them up here, like on your shoulder, dangle them, they'll jump on you. Oh my god. And the guy said, "Oh yeah." He goes, "I said I don't have any." He says, "Well, you have the empty shell of one, just." do that and trick them it's like just gotta make sure they don't bite you I'll be right here <laughs> so it's like I'm over here they're jumping on me and stuff like that and he knew that we were gonna do it he goes he starts screaming and yelling and flailing his stick around and it's like took off in the woods and stuff oh, like that oh yeah I was gonna say is he gonna be pissed when he finds out he's been bamboozled yeah, onto my shoulder why, that's why I started hooping and hollering to get him off my back great come oh, on you have missing an ear like, right. how'd you lose an ear I'm not talking about it <laughs> But there was a monkey involved. <laughs> there was a monkey. We're just going to call him Mike Tyson. Uh, that is what I called him after this. Missing part of my ear. It's fine. But yeah, it's a really good time. I highly recommend going to the Philippines. Go, yeah, it'd be. go there 
knowing someone there, I would yeah. advise that. Yeah. <laughs> someone who can speak the language. And yeah, right. That's so not any. See, yeah. you're going to tell us some Filipino words, and I don't know if I believe Okay, you. that one I told you, Sapote does not mean white. It's actually a place. I talked to what my lady. You lied to me the whole way. She lied to me. No, you <laughs> lied to me. Your girlfriend has nothing to do with this. Okay, it's a secondhand uh, lie. Sapote. <laughs> right. I'm like, that don't sound like white. Right. It's a it's a place. It's, yeah. So how do you say white? I don't know. NBA. I have no. Are you gonna go char? Oh, char means just kidding. So that's a good word to know when you go to the Philippines. So if you say something stupid or offensive, right, and you kind of look at you funny, like they might be coming up and say char. (laughs) Yeah, it means just kidding. You'll go a little the char razzle dazzle, (laughs) or mahal kita. That means I love you. I'm not gonna tell anybody mahal kita. We just did. Thank you. Yeah. I <laughs> All crackhead. worth it. You're a crackhead. <laughs> no, that would be that would be cool to go over there at some point. It'd be kind of neat. That's It'd a long fucking flight. Was it, it 19 is, hours? It is long. 15 hours from L.A. Yeah, screw that. that I don't like flying over. Like, I didn't like flying to Jamaica when I went there for my honeymoon. Yeah, right. It, that is a long flight. I know we were. That all fell through. We were going to be going to Tokyo last year. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I really feel like sitting and dealing with that flight because that's a long fucking run, man. Well, with Philippine Airlines, they have like movies, oh, TV yeah. series, and music. So you got stuff to Things entertain with. And you can do like busy. three times kind of right. airline food. So it's well, just, feeding you right, three times probably fed you like getting yeah, right. once. <laughs> I was making this sure man, I was I for that. <laughs> oh, hell he yeah. came back, and the first place we had to go was Taco John's. I picked oh, up the yeah. We had to go to Taco hell John's. Yeah. He says, it's all right food, it's for nostalgia. He turns around and he's like, what can I order? I'm like, go ahead and order. He goes, what the fuck did you order? Six pack and a pound, baby. No. No. You ordered a Taco Bravo. Oh, good call. Mm-hmm. Meat potato burrito. Mm-hmm. Uh, taco burger. Taco burger. Oh, yeah. What else? And the potato lays, it was like oh, a yeah. meal, and I got the large oh, size yeah, the of big, it. Yeah. And he just like, two bites and everything, John. I'm like, oh, dude, hell yeah, what the dude. fuck? Oh, Taco Bravo's, man. First time I ever had one of those, I actually had a friend that was like right after high school mm-hmm. who was still working there. And he was like, hey, man, you want Taco Bravo? I'm like, no, that's not what I ordered, dude. He's like, no, I accidentally made a couple, so you want me to throw them in your bag, too? I was like, uh, sure, I have no idea what that is. No idea what this thing is. For anyone unfamiliar, it is a, a soft-shell taco with refried beans on it. Wrapped around a hard shell taco filled with taco meat. It is fucking fantastic. It will kill you. I'm pretty sure they will kill you. Oh, yeah. But they're absolutely fantastic. The first time I had them, I was like, you need to throw me more of these for free, man, because I don't want to pay for it. Because it's, you know, just an extra double taco. But fuck, dude, I need these. These are good in my life. It's the only place I've ever seen that actually whips that thing together like that. Taco Bell has some weird melty wrap thing. Yeah, yeah. They kind of do that. Taco Bell. So, I tend to avoid it. So, what kind of convention... Michael goes to... Mike goes... <coughs> excuse me. I'm all choked up talking about this next part. <laughs> oh, sad. He goes to a lot of conventions. Mm-hmm. What are some of your stories with the convention? Because we're trying... Oh. We're <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I got a few. <laughs> oh, no. Because I know we were talking on the way back from Sioux Falls. You had met somebody interesting when you tried to purchase something online. I want to hear... I, oh. I, should, I want... Marty would love to hear this. Oh, story. no. Okay. Back in the day... Early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Let me set the stage. Friends had just come out. One of my classmates came to school with this book called Judgment Night. 
by Nick Pilata. Ah. He says, oh, this is the greatest book ever. It's like, oh, I saw I read it. He loaned it to me. I read it. Say, wow. And then a few years later, I found out there was like two or three in this series. Yep. It's like, wow. It's like, so it's basically a secret government agency called the uh, 13th. Thir- th- 13th Bureau of Justice. Started back in the Civil War days by Abraham Lincoln. And then all of a sudden, these guys become aware and powerful enough to say, because they're supposed to deal with the supernatural threats yep. and stuff like that for, from the Civil War. So that branch of justice, 13th Bureau of Justice, decided to disappear and just not exist anymore. So basically, almost like, if you want to modern time, be MIB. Yeah. So they were once part of the government. Now they're not. They just disappeared. They do their own thing. So basically, they get all these free agents. Basically, people have like... <clears throat> Uh, supernatural encounters either they recruit them or they disappear yep. so basically there's a bunch of free agents running around from all walks of life traveling to the United States yep. in modern time taking care of supernatural threats and stuff like that so that's set all that. and then later on when I moved from South Dakota to Arizona I come to find out those were based off a freaking role playing game called Stalking the Night Fantastic oh I did not know that. And so the guy who created that was Richard Tocolche. He's passed on. Nick Pallotta has passed on. Yep. So outside of those three books, it was Judgment Night, Full Moonster, and Doomsday Exam. Settle down. I came to the fourth <laughs> book and Damnation, which is a prequel. Yep. To all that. That's like three and a half, by the way. Jesus. Yeah, their fingers. Yeah, I wonder why that. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. No, we're not. Yeah, we I are. already mentioned it. Uh, I have. Yeah, you have. How on you? your podcast. We're going to talk about it again because I can yell at you now and face to face. We probably have. Yes, you have. I heard that But continue. I will. Uh, so, anyway, <clears throat> I love the role playing game so much in the books, so I got as many as I could. So, I was missing a couple. The D20 version. Oh, okay. And the Bureau 13 one with, that Nick Pilata had co-wrote with Richard Tocolja, because they're good buddies or whatever. So I order it online. It came in CD-ROMs at the time. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I order the Bureau 13 one that Nick Pilata wrote. A couple weeks go by, two, three, four, whatever weeks go by. <laughs> so I fire off an email. Say, hey, where's my stuff? All right. No response. Oh, screw this. I paid with PayPal and I started a dispute. And I wanted oh, my yeah, refund. Yep. Weird thing happened. Two to three days later, you know, it's like I get an email. Hey, what's going on? Let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> right. So I tell him, it's like, hey. And oh, and then I went back to the site and the site was gone. Oh. So yeah, that's what yeah. fired me up to start the dispute as well. He goes, well, I was in the hospital or whatever. And this and that happened. I said, oh, you don't know anybody who can put a stamp on a fucking envelope and shit in CD. Right. Get the fuck out of here. And it's like, well, we don't have that available anymore. It's like, uh, you, from your computer, the memory, you put it on the CD and you ship it to me. So how do you yeah. not have this available now? But anyway, so I just chose to take to, my money. <laughs> and it's like, all right, so just give me the D20 version. I didn't have that. So he sends me that. I check back a few months later. Oh, it's available now. Oh, <laughs> so weird. now I got to buy that one. Oh, my God. So fast forward. 
a year or so later or whatever, I go to Gen Con, which is in Indianapolis, the yep. biggest, industry's biggest four days of gaming. Highly recommend for everyone to go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fair warning. The airlines now know that this is happening. <laughs> so they're going to bump up their rates. Oh, yeah. And it's just a hassle to get a motel. But if you're, like, into gaming, they should at least go once. So they lock down all the motels also within, like, a 20-mile radius. Yep. Well, 5-10 mile radius in the area. So if you want a motel that you don't have to get through because you have to buy a badge, then you get a password, passcode to go to the site to get yep. motel. But if you want to go 15, 10, 15 miles out, yeah, that's fine. But then you're going to pay for parking, right. renting a car, which is about the same price. <coughs> yeah, right, right. But I've heard horror stories about people getting motel rooms that they'll, because their system isn't fast enough or whatever the deal is, They'll get two days here at one motel. Then they'll have to move oh to another oh motel because it's only two or three days available in each yeah. one. So. But anyway, at the next Gen Con I went to, because I'd been going on for like a almost hit a 10-year stretch. Wow. Seven or eight times in a row. After that dispute with Richard Tocolcha, the owner of TriTac Games, who does Stuck in the Night Fantastic, he was at Gen Con. Oh, shit. And all his pictures, he had a full beard... Stuff like that. So, yeah. I seen I was in the main vendors hall, and there was a TriTech Industries booth. It's like, and I look over there. It's like some clean shaven dude. It's like who's who's that? It must right. Be, okay, so it's not him. It's so I thought. Oh. <laughs> so I walk out there, and <clears throat> I have a lot of their stuff. Oh, this is a, after I finish this story, I'll tell you another game he has, which is directly related to a TV show and a movie. Oh. Anyway, I go up to this. I go up to the booth. I said, he goes, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, this guy's talking to me. He goes, oh, you like TriTech Games? Oh, yeah, big fan, big fan. It's like, he goes, well, do you want some of these? Oh, I have all those. How about these? So it's, oh, I have those too. Right. <laughs> and he goes, I just recently got, you know, this one, whatever. And he goes, oh, where are you from? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm thinking to myself, there can't be that many fans of this game in <laughs> Arizona. It's like, so I kind of uh, say, uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, his eyes get this fucking big. <laughs> he knows who he's talking to. Oh, no. <laughs> like, this guy. He found me. And it's just like, oh, oh, you know, he's like, yeah, real sorry about that or whatever. And he gives me this, like, CD-ROM of a book that he was writing about this other game he has. And it's kind of like this really awkward uh, yeah. conversation. <laughs> And of course, I just have to make it that much more awkward. Say, hey, can I get my picture with you? Might <laughs> 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 as well. <laughs> well cool. right, all right. We already came uh, this far. Oh I was going to go that extra mile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I got my picture taken by <laughs> this. That's pretty I forget awesome. who I was with at the time, as far as like who I went with the commission. Yeah. But anyway, not only does he have that one, he also has one called Fringeworthy. Mm. Once I start describing, you'll understand. Okay. So in the Antarctic, they found this big circular ring with all these funky symbols on it. Hmm. And 1% of the population has this gene that can go through this. We'll, we'll just call it a stargate. Right. <laughs> a, a, a gate to the stars, if you will. So you can go to, actually, in this one, you can go to alternate dimensions. Alternate, uh, alternate Earths is oh, what it is. Oh, that's cool. So anyway, the story goes that he was, Richard Colton was playing, was running a game in California somewhere. So the guy who created 
Supposedly now, rumor has it, only as true as the internet. Right. Remember that. Not trying to cause problems. Right, right. That the guy who created the Stargate movie <coughs> actually played in this game. Oh, really? Yeah, supposedly, ah. you know, that's the internet rumor right. going around. I'm not... This is a cool concept. I could turn this into a movie. Yeah. And that's mine now. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Oh, yeah, so that's got Yeah, it's, but like I said, it's only as true as the internet. See, but right. now, where did he come up with it? Sorry. A lot of his stuff, and I've heard in their old podcast, because he used come on every once in a while, it's a Tri-Tech Industries podcast, before that went nowhere and just disappeared. Yeah. <clears throat> he actually had them on, and they were talking to him, because where do you get all your ideas from? He goes, well, I dream them up. <laughs> a lot of them came from his dreams. Wow. He would... Yeah, at least that's what he claimed, so... Because uh, there is a lot of rumors cool. on the internet about Stargate is actually soft disclosure for shit that's actually happened. Right. And it could be. Because and he could have read something. I mean, yeah. He would seem like the guy like us who would read stories right. like that. Right. Twist it around how he wanted yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not saying that couldn't happen. And then, yeah. And right before he passed, he was going to move down to Sedona. Arizona. Oh, really? Yeah, he was talking about it on the podcast. Well, they were moving to some place like Sedona, Arizona, or something like that. It's like, Oh, hell yeah. I will help you move for games. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Heck yeah. Oh, my God. Give me all your stuff. No, that would be cool as hell. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Let's turn into a giant yeah, no, nerd fast. It, it really is. Yeah, no, Gen Con is, is one who always had been like, uh, I kind of want to go do that because it would just... Like I said, yeah, it's that and Gary Con. Oh, yeah. Gary yeah, Con, yeah. I've been to that one. <clears throat> Hell yeah, no, that'd be pretty fun. Oh, let's go back to Gen Con. Um, there's this gamer documentary called Uber Goober. Okay. Came back uh, many years ago. I, before I went to Gen Con, I watched as many uh, gamer documentaries as I could. Yeah. And in that movie, there's a girl called Beth Hendricks. That's what her name is on there. <clears throat> Elizabeth Hendricks, whatever her name is. Anyway, after I saw that documentary, I seen her. When I was on my stint, as in my stretch of like going to Gen Con, like yep. those seven years or whatever, I seen her every fucking year. Really? But it was always like, I'm going up the escalator, she's coming yeah, down. Oh, right. I'm walking down the hallway, she's, because she was a volunteer, she had like the Gen Con vest yep. on, so she was screaming past oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like, hey! so there's always chaos. It's like, always, never had a chance to say hi uh. to her and stuff like that, until I came out with my demo CD and I was handing those oh, out. yep. <clears throat> And this is how freaking clueless I was at the time. <laughs> I was like, aren't you Beth Hendricks? It's like, yeah, you were in that movie. Well, there's another documentary called Life with the Dice Bag. I say, in Life with the Dice Bag, right? No, Uber Goober. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I said, shit. well, I made this demo CD. I would like you to have one. <laughs> and she gets all close to me and gives me those, you know, flirty yeah, bats yeah, or eyelashes. Yeah. Like, could you sign it for me? What? You want me to what? <laughs> Sign it. Oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Sign it, hand it to her, and I walk away like an idiot. <laughs> so that was my brush with me. Did you actually put your phone number on it? No. Probably, of course I, not. Why would I do something so logical you, you, and right. smart? You room you're in, just anything. Uh, well, I was probably room, rooming with somebody, so usually when I was there, I was with friends. Yeah, well, they can go walk around. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, she was really super nice. Oh, that's cool as hell. Oh my god. Also met uh, a gaming convention in Phoenix called DarkCon. Okay. More of a adult oriented right. uh, convention. And they got a lot of stars there. I met Peter Mayhew there. Oh, really? For all who don't know, that's Chewbacca. Holy the original Holy. Chewbacca. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <clears throat> so, then, now, you met him. Did you guys stand twice. next to each other? Did you stand next to each other? Or is See, he in the, I'm or is tall, he... and I know that annoys the fuck out of people. It's like, hey, can you stand up? Can you can I take a picture with right, you? Right, right. It's like, so it's just like, he was sitting down. I said, hey, can I have my picture with you? And I didn't ask him to stand up or anything. Right. He shook my hand. It engulfed mine. Uh, he's a, yeah, he's a he's big like seven two. Boy, he's like man. a monster. Yeah, he was just an and so we just kind of sat next to each other uh, at the right. table he was at. And he's a Star Trek purist. I don't know if you knew that. Really? So everything Lucas has done is considered canon, and everything else is just fancy. He doesn't consider that at all part of the Star Wars universe yeah. at all. Oh wow! And uh. And uh, I'll tell you about the second time, but I'll tell you about the other. Uh, Kaylee Fry oh. from Serenity was there. Yep. At one, Hell yeah. Yeah, one year. I don't know if it was the same year, but I know I went to a couple different dark cons. Uh, that would and, be uh, cool as hell. My friend found out, my roommate now, <clears throat> says, hey, I need you to go get her autograph. Uh, just, what's her name, her actual name? Kaylee Fry is the name of the Yeah. Uh, I have Either way, it's we're right. with Kaylee Fry. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, from the Firefly series. And she goes, oh, get, get, get her autograph. I said, okay, whoever. You know, it's like, let's go down there. And she's super nice, too. Yeah. And I said, hey, can I get your autograph on this picture or whatever? And she goes, I can make it out to whoever, you know, you want me to or whatever. Said, okay. Well, I couldn't remember how to spell my roommate's name at the time. She had, like, one of those weird days. <laughs> yeah. Where her name is Tammy. So I couldn't remember how it was spelled. She said, oh, no, 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 just, just sign it. Really, it's no big deal. Well, then, please sign my picture then. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my picture taken with her. Uh, so that was kind of cool. awesome. See, I wonder, i got to ask a question between brother and brother. I'm ready to, I wonder, you're seven foot one, right? Yeah, with my Pretty shoes on, sure. Yeah, seven one with the shoes on. I just wonder how many times you've missed the opportunity, you've been hit on and didn't even know you were hit on. Oh, well, i got a story about that, too. <laughs> I'm just serious. i got a story. Because <laughs> you're kind of an ugly dude, but your height makes up for it. <laughs> I'm a short dude that's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I wonder, just from these stories, it's like, all these people are, I'm catching all the implications of these stories. I don't think you caught on to what was going no, on. No, no. Oh, yeah, no, oblivious. <laughs> never, never. But, uh, so anyway, I did meet Peter Mayhew a second time. Uh, I was actually in Midway Airport in Chicago. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was Midway, there's Midway and O'Hare. O'Hare's yep. the crap one. Really anyway, one. this is like many, many years ago. Right, It was before the pandemic. I was flying to and from somewhere, probably a convention. But uh, I come cruising through this uh, through the airport, and it's like I'm walking with this guy in a wheelchair. And it's like, wait a second, that was like Peter Mayhew. But anyway, I walk down to my gate to make sure I know where it's at. You know, to make sure my flight's clear yep. out of there. And so I just walk back <clears throat> to like Starbucks or something like that, and he's sitting there. And this is like right around the prequels. Yep. So we're being shot. So. And it's like, hey, how's it going? I just act like he's a good buddy of mine. I say, how's it going? Like, oh, it's going pretty well. And it's like, and the guy behind him who's pushing, which is, don't freak out, don't freak out. He's like, hey, do not do this. And it's just like, oh, how's it been? You know, I just ask him how he's doing. Like I was talking to an old friend, yep. you know. And it's just like, huh, how's filming? Oh, it went pretty well. You know about this and that yep. and everything else. You're just like normal 
chat chat you would have with a friend you've yep. met. I was like, all right, I'll catch you later. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> I just walked away. It, I wonder it, what his it, handler thought. It, it goes he was under. freaking out. He was, oh, getting, I bet. he was like, no, 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 don't do this. Don't do this. Don't freak out. <laughs> not, not right now. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, no, like my theory on a lot of things, go in like you own the place and you're supposed to be there and everything just runs smooth. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, I yeah. met you. It's not my problem. My fault. No one else recognized it. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! Oh my god, that's crazy! Holy shit, that's See, crazy! See, he, he should be running this podcast. He's right. a lot more interesting stories than I do. Good lord! Oh yeah, sorry yeah, about a that. Lot of con, oh, man. oblivious. Back when I lived in Watertown with god. this jackass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, oh yeah, we did live together for a while. Steve, yeah, yeah, okay. Our good buddy Steve. Uh, yeah. Me and him went out Christmas shopping one time, ended up at Mr. T's and... Oh, oh yep. Milwaukee Bucks t-shirt. Milwaukee Bucks hat. Oh, um, God. This I is very... That. I remember that outfit. You wore it, like, for five years straight. <laughs> well, not every, every day. day. But yeah. Not every, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, we ended up Christmas shopping in this bar. Drunker than skunks. <laughs> it's like... And this waitress looked like she'd been at it all day, all just yeah. rough. She goes, because you work for... Because you play for the Milwaukee Bucks? I said, oh, yeah. Six three. <laughs> Five guys get hurt and I get to play. This gal didn't hesitate and say, I thought I recognized you. <laughs> I said, all right. Oh, God damn. Oh, it gets better. Oh, this. God damn. So anyway, we ended up at the guest house here in town. Yeah. And I'm at right at the front door at the bar talking to somebody I knew because I'd been there so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Bartender or whoever. Anyway, this freaking smoking hot blonde gal comes walking in. And she goes, oh, you in town for a while? I said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm talking to her, whatever, this and that, this and that. He goes, let's be sitting right over here. Okay, cool. And my friend goes, you know what that is? I said, I have no fucking idea. Right, right. <laughs> and then after I got to talk to my friend, I went looking for her. Nowhere to be found. And the guest house is not that big. No. And it's like, where the fuck did this woman go? So anyway, it's like, whatever, gone. Uh, shit anyway but uh so anyway I'm back at the front of the door or whatever near the front entrance it was later in the night and out of the blue she just comes from nowhere it's like well I'll see you next time you're in town and I'm holding on to her hand I she says something I bend down she kisses me on the cheek it's like I grab her hand it's like no don't go <laughs> I have to I have to work tomorrow it's like are you sure <laughs> cause yeah I gotta go and it's just like she don't want to work a little bit tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this sucks. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's horrifying. Though. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, man, I'm just back in town for a couple days visiting family before I get back out on the road. I was, I'm just impressed. I grew up. That's you. hilarious. I'm impressed you were that smooth on that quick on that delivery. I'm like, yeah, five people get hurt. I'm six string. I play. I was, I'm kind of amazed you had that. What about you? The, yeah, like, <laughs> that was man, man, so, sometimes drinking makes me very smooth, man. I <laughs> on occasion, say that. on occasion, yeah. So. Whereas in my head, it's a lot smoother than it probably actually is, but still. <laughs> but yeah, I've had some weird experiences at conventions too. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, I mean there's except, so much a few weird examples anyway. Con on the cob in Akron, Ohio. Oh. What now was that? Con on the cob. In Akron, oh, okay. Ohio. Yeah. yeah just, just, just from that name alone. I had yeah. two weird experiences there. <laughs> and neither one of them involved uh, corn. corn, so. Yeah, it's just. 
the guy. <laughs> anyway, that's also starts something else. I'll tell oh, some Jesus. different stories. So I'll tell the two stories, and then I'll get to the third one. Jesus. So anyway, I'm there. I'm wearing a Dropkick Murphys Uh-oh. shirt and hat. Yep. And this gal comes up to me. I don't know how to say this politely. So she was non-white. Okay. And she comes up to me, and I say hi to her. You know, I were just. She goes, "Oh, you're one of those guys, one of those boys, or whatever." I said, "Uh." First thing what, I went to is KKK, right? Or white supremacist. Like, no, no, you're no. That's not no. I'm not that person. Oh yes, you are. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm not seriously. I'm not that person. She goes, oh no, you're Irish descent. Oh, I'm not that guy either. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, well, we're wearing all this Celtic stuff. It's like, oh, these are bands. Yeah, you know, right. And she didn't right. understand that, but she thought oh, that's I was funny. Irish. It's like, first thing in my mind went, it's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, there are, there are no sheets here. Those guys are crazy. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, though. Yeah, Which is that, that instant moment of like, oh god, am I going to be in trouble here? I'm not even involved with these crazy fuckers. <laughs> I don't even know anybody. They still wouldn't admit it to me. No. <laughs> where I'm not associated with. Oh my god. But yeah. Oh, <coughs> and later on that, I had hooked up with one of my friends. Well, she's part of the gaming group that's from Ohio. So I kind of knew her. Right. So we just kind of hooked up for the weekend kind of thing. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. I didn't say shit, uh, dude. Give me the stink eye. Give me the stink eye. I'm your older brother. I'm supposed to give you the stink eye when you're saying nothing. Don't you judge me. So, anyway, we were doing something, and it's like, oh, I gotta go smoke a cigarette. So, I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and there's this guy dressed up in Civil War attire. I don't know if it was Union or right. South, North, whatever. His dress up like that. So, oh, I'll ask him about it and stuff. And then he was talking about it. There's this other girl there, too, out there smoking with us. And she goes, you know what? I've never kissed a guy who's over six feet tall, whatever height. It's like, yeah. what? And I bet over, she like plants one on me. It's like, are you kidding me? Is this <laughs> shit happening? <laughs> and I'm with this, uh, and the gal I'm with for the weekend is like right there. Right. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's like, I gotta go. <laughs> and I heard it. This I has said, been fun. Boop. <laughs> and it's like, I tell the gal, I said, hey, I... I don't know. It, right. It's like, I don't know what's going on there. And I explained the situation. She goes, oh, yeah. I would have beat her ass if she would have touched it anymore. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or something to that effect. Right, it's been a few right. years. And it was like, uh, there was going to be something physical. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. my God. So, anyway, same convention. This is probably, I went there. No, it was the same convention. Those two ha- things happened at the same time. Oh, Jesus. Those two episodes. So, the third thing that happened is like, I run, I was slated to run three games. Oh, okay. All three games got skunked out. Oh, shit. No one showed up. No one. Oh, uh, really? That started 10 plus years of going to numerous conventions all over the country and no one playing. Oh, oh no. It was a 10-year run. Oh, my yeah, God. Easily. Really? Yeah. So, at my, so, when I was married, we had a son, and her family was from Washington. Uh... Portland or Seattle area, one of the two. And so we went to go visit them, but there was a convention going on, and at that time, it had been almost 10 plus years of nothing going on at conventions. So I told my wife at the time, I said, hey, I'm going to run one game. If no one shows up, 
I'm done with conventions. Right. Fucking done. Because why would I spend all this money to hang out with a bunch of fuckers I don't know when I can just get on a plane and go hang out with my gaming buddies Right. And game with them. Well, that's a guarantee someone's yeah. going to show who, who up. Who I know they're going to play. with people I want to game with instead of a bunch of rando people. Yeah. And so we went up there, and I had a full table. Ah, oh, nice. So Seattle holds a soft spot. Hell yeah. Heart. So I've been to all three of their conventions. It's Dragonflight was my son's first convention. There's RustyCon, which is more of a, a fan con. There's gaming. Yep. And there's OrcaCon. <clears throat> as far as I know, as far as like those gaming conventions. Yep. So, I've been to all three of those. Had a really good time. Had a blast. That would just be so frustrating, though, because you, you put the prep in. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this one shot. It's going to be great. It's going to be and fun. And I've catered to and whatever was hot and new at the time. Yep. I've catered to the theme of the convention, and no one would show up. Oh, that's frustrating. So, anyway, back to GaryCon. <clears throat> so, this was right around that 10-year mark. Yep. I went there. I wasn't running. It's like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm not running. Met some really cool people there, though. My friend, who owns a publishing company, who all my adventure scenarios are been published through. If you want to know, contact Rob. Well, don't say it right now. Just no, no, I'm not going to. Fine. Not on the podcast. Why not? <laughs> because I don't want to. <laughs> You're Fine. terrible marketing. Periton Publishing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway... We're there, and my friend decides to run a game. So he runs his game or whatever, and I hook back up with him later. He goes, do not believe this. No one showed up to my game. No one. It's like, (laughs) really? No one showed up to your game? And he's pissing and moaning and just howling. How does that feel? Just going (laughs) off. It's like, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. Right. I've been doing this for 10 years. I remember Con of the Cobb? Because he was there. Yeah. Yeah? That's when it fucking started. You're right. He goes, you're God not telling me it. I hadn't heard before. You can't Get out of here. Corn place. You go to hell. Go straight <laughs> to hell. Because you you drop drop it's been going piece. on for that long. It's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so frustrating though, dude. Uh. And he finally got a taste of it. And he's like... To to some extent, I mean, it does almost feel kind of like a a personal jab. I mean, it's not, but at the same time, it's like, why don't you want to play with me? Why does anybody want to come play with me? I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and and sometimes gamers are a fickle bunch. Right, 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 and that's just it too. It's just sometimes it's what day are you on? Sometimes that last day, people are just burned out. You know, if if you're slated for the final day. Uh, it, it's hard to say. Yep, yep. But goddamn, that would just really just frustrate the shit out of me. But then again, because of the kind of person I am where I'm like, oh, I'm going to make plans, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm not sure if I really want to do this. Oh, yeah. no, nobody showed up. I'm going to go buy more shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but you feel super defeated. It's oh, like, yeah. Oh, this. So you're like, okay. Him, like, I got everything prepped. So I give him like 20 minutes. Yep. You know, still no one shows up. It's like. This blows. All right. It's at 3 o'clock start. Okay, well, it's 3.20, so maybe they're just finding which hall maybe I'm Maybe they're getting in. coffee. Right. Get they get new eat. dice to play, maybe? I don't know. Perhaps? No, yeah. just tumbleweeds going across your and table. And when I ran that convention at Dragonflight, I mean, it was this long. That's how long the adventure was. Jesus. A paragraph. Literally a large nice. paragraph. <laughs> Because I didn't think anyone was going to oh, show up. Yeah. I was like, why should I waste all this time? I spent more right. time on creating characters than I did oh, writing yeah, the adventure. Yeah, yeah. I said, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Right, Here, here's my outline. <clears throat> yep, that's we'll it. We'll see where it goes. Yep. 
honestly, that's how I do most of my damn it. <laughs> Here's where I want things to go. And then occasionally, like, my players will be like, oh, man, I bet he's doing this because he wants us to do this. And in my head, I'm like, that's a really good fucking idea. <clears throat> that's exactly what I had planned. Oh, you guys caught me. And then go off on a new tangent of bullshit. It's yeah. so much easier to do that way. I, I just let them make their own worst decisions, and I just go, yep, that's, oh, yeah, exactly that's what I, I planned, man. Yeah, so mine's pretty much, everything I read is like mission-based. You, you're throwing together point A to point B, yep. and usually I run steampunk, so I just give oh, them nice. free access to dynamite. I hand yeah, out oh, dynamite yeah. like candy, like fucking yeah. Pez. Why, why hoping you? they'll use you it just, and blow shit up, because I just know make it more if they're fun. having a good time, right. you know, I'm not here to railroad them into a story. Right. I said, and so I give them the gist of what they need to do, and they're given everything. You know, they're not, you know, they're like flown in this airplane on this train, here to here to here to yep. here. Go get this thing. Go get this MacGuffin. <laughs> right, right. Oh, here's a crazy thing that happens on the train. Yeah, yeah no. It's, yeah, do whatever you want. Fuck yeah. If it sounds cool enough, it's like I don't oh, even. Yeah, that, I don't even let them yeah. roll for it. I said, I'll allow it. Right. <laughs> That's where it's kind of fun. Like I said, they'll 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 come up with something. And it's like, oh man, is there somebody like this on here? What are they thinking? Oh. Oh, I know what they're thinking. Why, yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> oh, I knew it. Yeah, yeah but one of my did. adventures I'd written, and I copied it off, because it's only on PDF for some odd reason. I don't know. Right. And so they get to a certain point in this adventure where they come to this cave. This hole in the ground, basically. It's a hole in the ground cave. And this has happened twice now. I've oh, run it no. at conventions. It's... There's and I describe it like oh there's something there's teeth and barnacles and stuff like that so it's just the rocks formation and stuff and like that yep. basically it's a mouth of a fucking creature right twice oh. the two times I ran into conventions they're walking down oh yeah into the throat of the beast oh it's hell like, yeah it's really hot and sticky and squishy and I'm trying to give them every opportunity right. to like hey figure without out. just being like this feels an awful lot like you're in the mouth of something <laughs> it <know>? smells and it's <laughs> damp and it's just, I'm trying to give them all these cues right now they finally figure it let's out let's get in here farther <sighs> and so I don't like killing off characters unless they really do something dumb isn't right it? so I give them an opportunity to leave and most of them, yeah they've all survived but, but that was the beast that was over the actual cave Oh, gotcha. So, the, they still have to go down, but yeah. Like oh, twice. that's funny as shit. So, I just want to run that one again, but now I can't because uh, it's on the internet now. Uh, <laughs> we don't have any listeners, so unless... Oh, hopefully we got a bunch of convention listeners. That'd be cool. That would be fun. Because me and Marty are kind of talking about making another podcast where we're running a DM game. Yeah. Like so. just a podcast? Or we just a po- different, totally or- different podcast. And we're just going to run a D&D scenario. I'll be DMing, and mm-hmm. Marty and a couple other people will be involved. Nice. You're not involved because so, you're a terrible person. Oh, Thanks. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Much every, brother, every, every much brotherly weeks, love. Right, every couple of weeks, we expect you to fly up here. Yeah. Um, so let's make that happen. You can live in the studio here. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a heater over here. It'll be fine. We'll just have to make sure we tell Marty's wife that you're here so she doesn't freak out. Right. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That was a shocking thing. To see me come well, I, sadly, it is not the first time we've been in our house, and there have been strange people like in our house, and and we just kind of roll with it and like, uh, hello. <laughs> we had this. My my oldest when he was younger and stupider and drank a lot. Uh, at, at some point, he had gone out. Well, she woke up at like two in the morning, and there's some strange dude walking out of our bathroom, 
And she's just like, um, what the fuck? Who the fuck are you? Oh, is this where uh, Damien belongs? She's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, we found him passed out in our front yard. And we got him up enough, and he told us where he was trying to get to. And I really had to go to the bathroom. So I, I came in, and I'm hoping this is the right place. She's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Just threw him on a couch. It's like, oh, thanks for being nice enough to drag him home. But yeah, not the first time we've woken up to having just strange people in our house. But like, who the, who the fuck are you? Oh, I'm friends with, you know, whoever. Yeah, all right, whatever. <laughs> I'm going back to bed. Fuck it, man. You guys aren't dead. We're good. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. go with that. Well, I told you that story about uh, the sh- one of the Schrodinger brothers that I got blamed for. I had nothing to do with this the story. What? Roy Swearingen. I have nothing to do with this story. Of course uh, not. No, I have nothing to <laughs> do with so it. That's blames, why you're bringing it up. Yeah, he, right, he, right, he right. blames me, but I am completely innocent wink, in the story. Wink. I'll tell you about off here. I'm not going to say it on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you no just fun. said it. Fine. Back in my heydays when I played a lot of paintball. Oh, yeah. Um, usually, like, we have a tournament, like, it would start on Saturday and go all the way to Sunday, a two-day tournament. Mm-hmm. So all the judges at the time, like officials, we would pregame Friday night. Yeah, of we, course. We why not make sure our joints were plenty lubed, right. lubed up, pumped and primed. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and we were all buddies in that. And I happened there maybe was some alcohol involved. Maybe maybe a lot of it. Well, that's usually synonymous with pregame. Yeah, but either, but either way, <laughs> my friend Royce ended up hugging a table leg. Hugging? Or hugging a table leg. Or humping. Oh, no, okay. hugging. He was hugging a table leg. That's the story. And he woke up. Right. He humping woke sounds up. way cooler. That's the canon. No, he's, he's hugging a table leg. I mean, it's story wrong, Royce, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> he does listen to the he podcast. Does. And he's like hugging a table leg in the house he assumed was his own. Oh, no. And he blames me because he said, I got him drunk. I did not get him drunk. But he woke up with a it's certain personal pew choice. Pew. Yes, yes. Yeah, he had a pew pew. Takes a personal accountability, Royce. You know darn well no one forced you to drink. No, but he had a he had a pew pew in his face, and he's oh. the guy's like, what "Is that a pew pew? You can't say certain words." Pew pew. Is that? That's the correct term. All right, but we're gonna go with that. Right. In his face, and the guy's asking him, "What are you doing in my house?" Needless to say, the guy was cool enough to let him go and got him pointed in the right direction. Yeah, right. <laughs> you hit on down the street, buddy. You're another block over. <laughs> oh, I plead the fifth. I had nothing to do with that right. at all. I'm pretty sure I wasn't even there that night. I know I was there that night. Time. You know certain details right. about these stories if you were there. <laughs> After a certain time, I was no longer there. I may so have been a bartender at the time, too. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the guy running Maybe. out the damn door said, screw, screw right. you, buddy. <laughs> I don't think that's the right house. No, it's the right one. Okay, I'm going to leave you here no, he, then. he left us. I don't remember that Royce leaving the, right. the pregame. Right. And from what I I was told, it was either him or G-Rat actually left the pregame crawling. Oh, no. They couldn't walk. They had to crawl. Oh, no. <laughs> we I, had a lot of fun. I usually hold it together at least until I get home, and then I'm like, okay, I can't walk up here. I'm just going to crawl. But I don't remember any of that oh, happening my God. at all. So, it's a long weekend, though. No, I bet. I bet, I bet it went on for yeah, a while. Yeah, so, sometimes pregame isn't the, the best plan when you have two days of you know physical activities to deal with. Not always the greatest decision, but fuck it, you only live once, so you yep. do it. And just end up miserable for two fucking days. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe I'll just get shot and taken out right away. I do need to sit down. <laughs> oh no, we didn't get shot out. It's like you got you play no matter what you right. work it's hard, you play choice. hard. Yeah, so uh, drink hard, you play harder. Oh, she's sad. <laughs> I, I'm too old. No, but you got any other interesting stories from your massive amounts of travels? Uh, I can't believe all the cons, man. That's crazy how many you've gone to. It's just wild. Well, I got a few more drunk stories. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> oh, just one one right down to the guest house. No, no. Back when I started, uh, well, when I was starting to black out. I didn't tell anybody this, but I was starting to black out toward the end, before I quit drinking. Right. So, I would drink almost every night, and what I thought happened on Monday was actually happening later in the week, because oh. I didn't remember until Saturday, and oh, I, thought, shit. I I would get the days mixed up, you know? Yeah. So all the days would blend together. Oh, my gosh. I only drank at night. I didn't drink on the job. I was right. over at most of my jobs most of the time. Well, so anyway, I'm at the guest house by myself drinking, waiting for whoever to show up. These three guys come walking in. They look over at me, and it's like... So I put my head down because I'm a big guy. People want to take out the biggest guy in the bar. So I try not to make eye contact. They start walking up to me. I say, hey, are you Mike so-and-so? I put my beer down. Yeah. So I'm getting ready here. Yo, yeah, just like, yeah. Where have you been? What? Where have you been? We miss you. <laughs> he goes, you used to come to so-and-so's house, and I don't remember the person's name. It's like, right. you used to hang out all the time, man. It's like, really good dude and stuff like that. We should come hang out more. I said, oh, man, I've been working a lot. I'm sorry, dude. Right. That second work lets up. I'll be hanging out again. Right. Oh, I'm all right, man. It's like high fives and handshakes and bro oh. hugs. And it's just like. Oh, thank God. I didn't want to get into a tussle. Still to this day, I have no fucking clue who those people were. <laughs> but, like, but, but they thought I was cool, so. <clears throat> oh, my so, God. Another guest house story. I knew this and everybody needs no, the guest house no longer exists. It, it doesn't? No, it's closed. No, it's shut what? down. Because it's a guest house. Yeah. It just, it just went, after a certain era that we always used to go there, right, it kind of right. went downhill. They got rid of the bands. They tried to make it a restaurant, didn't survive. They tried to make it an arcade, didn't survive. Right. And it's just, yeah. It's it no just, longer there. It's there, but nothing happens there. Yep. The building still exists. But. So, we go ahead. Oh, so anyway, I knew this guy named Ron. Big, huge cowboy guy. Almost as tall as me. Broader shoulder, bigger dude. Yep. I'm there yakking at him, whatever, at the bar, and... He goes, hey, Mike, uh, I think that guy wants to talk to you. Well, how the bar is set up, there's booze. Excuse me. And there's a short little gal standing on the seats of the booth. Right. And she goes like this. He gives me the finger to come over. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I come walking over to her. I said, what the fuck do you want? Or like, what? it's like... Who are you? Right. What are you? Right. She hauls off and slaps me. I mean, fucking hard. Oh, shit. And it's just like, I'm stunned. And it's like, what the? <laughs> I said, what the fuck was that for? You know what you fucking did, you asshole? It just storms out. Oh, my God. And Ron and probably half the bar was laughing at me. Right. Like, Ron goes, ah, another satisfied customer. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I wish. Uh, Jesus. I don't know who that woman was. You don't know her? He starts laughing even harder. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? So messed up. That's why you don't drink anymore. <laughs> and, and it's one of those where it's like, I'm this tall. It's not like she's mistaking me for someone else. Oh, sorry, uh, I did, yeah. What the fuck for did sure. I did? <laughs> oh my God, that's funny as hell. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Oh, uh, just some weird stories. That, that moment of just pure confusion of like, who are you? Why are you hitting me? Please come back. <laughs> I've been naughty. Smack my butt. <laughs> That's right. Should we give Mom a call? Per- perhaps I should. Huh? I should have a reddened bottle. For what? I don't know, just call her because she said she wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> I threatened her with that. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna call you up. She's like, I won't answer the fucking phone. I didn't call her. Are you sure? Well, we'll text her 911 first and then call her. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Guarantee she'll answer that phone call. Jesus. Yeah, we probably wouldn't be alive. No, don't do that. Day. Don't, don't yeah, do that. She'd she probably be uh, quite angry. But where are they? Where are Would they? she be? Well, does anybody else have any more stories? Uh, it's been a really fun night. No. I, I probably don't right now. But, oh Mike, my God. you got any more? Oh, my Any God. parting words of wisdom? Do don't like, don't drink out. and drive. <laughs> that's, that's just good advice. And make sure you remember previous nights. Yeah, right. Don't oh, make yeah. small blonde women angry. That's... Go to conventions. Yeah, right? Hell yeah. Hang out. Meet like-minded individuals if you're gamers. Hell yeah. It's really a good time. Small ones, big ones. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah. And a lot of good people. It's crazy that I'm still in contact with today. Right, uh, so, yeah. cons. You run into all kinds of people. It's it's a lot of fun. Lots of like-minded individuals. Yeah, it is fun. Travel. Get out of your comfort zone. A little bit. A lot. Two. <laughs> get out of your comfort zone to whatever you're comfortable with. Right, right. <laughs> that's like a little, what? A little over the edge. Just not too far over the edge. Yeah. How does that even make sense? Get out of your comfort zone, whatever you're comfortable with. Just get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Right. To wherever you're comfortable with. Right. Going outside of that super comfort zone. So I need to go outside my house more than once a week? Well, let's not talk crazy. Okay. All my shit's at my house. I don't really need to go out that often. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Unless it's to go buy other stuff. This year uh, in Madison at the college, Dakota State U, is that? Yeah. They're having a gaming convention, NanoCon. I may or may not be there. So yeah, it's gonna be good. That is November. Yes, yeah, November. Yeah. November 9th through the twelfth. I believe. Let's say it was first half of the month. I was thinking. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, uh, he's implying that we need to go. Well, yeah, and we we have discussed uh, potentially going to that. Potentially going. So, yeah, I want to. It'd be fun. Right. <laughs> it'd, right. it'd be fun. All right, folks. Well, we'll talk to you later. Everybody have a good night. Bye. Bye. everybody for listening to the end of our intro outro music outro. outro music so this is a little bonus clip i'm out there i just had this weird idea theory pop into my head and the, it just happened with the newest wording of the current virus strain that's going around can you name how many there has been I, i'm not sure uh, i know delta was one yep i'm gonna go list off as they came out you had alpha beta then you had delta yep then you had Omicron, 
Omicron, yeah. And Arturus is the last virus right. strain to come out. Do you know what's really interesting about all three, all of them? All of them are named the Greek alphabet. Also, yeah. for they're telling us they were supposed to go in order, they never did. No. If you look at Alpha as a star constellation, it's Alpha Centauri. Beta has Beta Centauri. Delta has Delta Sapphi, which is a star system. Then he has Omicron Persei, which is another star system. Then Arcturus is the one that really put this all together. Because you're talking about the Boots star system. That's what Arcturus comes from. And all these are all have ha- inhabitable planets around them. Right. And the funny thing is, there's a there's a sub there's a substrain of this one. It's called Kraken, of the Arcturus one. Oh. Yeah. So does anybody see where I'm going with this? Because I'll say, okay, I looked up what alpha means. Alpha means socially dominant. Beta, is the second in command. Delta is actually changing amount. That's what delta stands for. If you look at the meeting. Omicron had nothing, really. Then if you look up Arcturus, the funny thing about Arcturus is it deals with the Boots solar system. Boots is one of the largest, brightest stars in our sky. Yep. And that meaning, in the English term, means ox driver or herdsman. Hmm. And, the only, and there has actually been talk about a, hosp- a hospitable planet there. Yeah. And it's called a wasis, which means child in Cree word. Or they just changed it recently to mean mother from a different language. I think, this is my own cracked out theory here. <laughs> I think with all these strains that are going around, yes, they may have came out of a lab, but I think they're using them to, uh, how can I say this politely, they're trying to inoculate us against the coming alien invasion that's going to happen within a year. Because if you look at the complete news cycle, if you look at it, you've seen all these reports about the government saying, hey, there's a mothership possibly in our solar system. Right. And how scientists couldn't figure out what to do with it. They had a muamua, the thing, and they're like, that's back in the news again because it's a dark comet. And they can't explain how it went around the sun and accelerated faster than what it should have been going. Right. So there's all these reports of like, hey, there's something in our solar system. And I think it's a soft disclosure for an alien invasion that they're planning that won't be an alien invasion, but it's actually like Project Bluebeam. Oh. All right. Hmm. Don't remind me what Bluebeam is. Project Blue Beam is where they shoot the holographic stuff, like they say they're like for an alien invasion. Mm-hmm. But I think now there's actually something coming, or they're actually promoting this all in our psychics and our subconscious memory because they're like saying, "Oh, there's a, could possibly be a mothership in our own solar system," and that's I don't know why anyone would actually say that would be a dominant thing because that's how they explain all these balloons that got shot down. Right, they're like crafts from this mothership, and that's how they're. Checking on Earth before they come and say, hey, here we are. So they're going to use Blue Beam to say, hey, there's aliens here. And all that. And they're just using the names of these virus strains to get that out there, too, because it's karmic law. They have to tell you what's going on without telling you what's right. going on. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. <clears throat> Any thoughts or shots in the dark? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I know there has been a lot of talk lately of, of people theorizing in the next year and a half there is going to be something. There have been some of these little stories flying out. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, the Kraken sub, um, substrain, you know what's really funny Like Kraken is so important? It's actually a hypothetical galaxy <clears throat> that is proposed to have collided and merged with the Milky Way galaxy about 11 billion years ago. Oh. 
That's another space term. How many? Why would you name a substrain of something Kraken? And all these have meanings in them that all deals with astronomy to one point right. or another. Huh. Even with Kraken, you wouldn't think, oh, that has nothing to do with astronomy. Type in Kraken astronomy, and this is what comes up. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. And that's just the ones that, but if you look at every one of them, it's all dealing with something interplanetary out of our solar system. Right. A cosmic connection of yeah. some kind. Which subconsciously you don't think anything about unless right. you really look into it. But they're like, hey, it's like karma magic. I can't remember what Lux called yeah, it. Yeah, or yeah. Reefer. It's like they got to tell you what they're going to do, but not tell you what they're going to do. Yeah. yeah, they have to put it out there. So that does come back on up. them. Yeah. Saying, this is what we're going to do. Uh, that is interesting. That is an interesting idea. This is what I say up all night thinking about. Right. <laughs> I need, this is get, I I need to get a new hobby. You fuckers, this is why I don't sleep. <laughs> uh, no, that is interesting, actually. That is a cool idea. Hey, uh, yeah. but Talos is in here. Oh. Uh, but yeah, no, <coughs> I, I, mm, that is intriguing. See, that's why we keep you around. So oh. you uh, dig into these things. And, so DARPA doesn't come and get me? It, right. And let me out of class to record. That's about it. it right. And I, I just kind of look back and go, oh, wow, that is interesting. Put in my, my fucking one cent, because it's not even a good two cents worth. Beat it, you tailless fool. So what do you think of that whole thing, Mike? Hey, bud. Quit playing with the pussycat. All right. There's this role-playing game guy by, done by Precise Intermedia, or politically incorrect games, called Storm Rift. It's about alien invasion. Mm-hmm. Go buy it. <laughs> Be prepared. It's a training manual. No, but doesn't it... I don't know. You're not much in the conspiracy thing like I am. You're more in the gaming end of the whole world, and I'm in the conspiracy weirdo end of the spectrum. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> this, is, this is true. This Thanks. is true. Well, thanks for the self-affirmation. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Anytime. But if somebody was just to come out and tell you that, what would you think? Some stranger, it wasn't me, would told you that. What would you think? They were crazy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's that fair. fair. That assessment. is a fair assumption. It's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Are you on your lithium? Well, I've been told <laughs> that I'm a uh, funny story. There's this homeless person in Flagstaff, Arizona, hangs out by the Circle K. <laughs> nice, nice. And you know, I've thrown him a couple bucks. You know, he seems like a fairly decent guy. He's talking right. about wants to get a job and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, all right, you want a couple bucks? I'll give you a couple bucks. And he goes. I bet you you're related to those. What do you call them? Not antediluvians, but he called it Anunnakis. Yeah, Anunnakis. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. He goes, you probably have Anunnaki blood in you and stuff like. He's explaining this alien race yep. and stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> sure do, man. You want these two bucks or not? <laughs> yeah. You you want that Circle K dog or not, dude? Because this is where we're going. Yeah. So that's just uh, about that's just watching the news cycle recently, last couple weeks as well. Like I said, Arcturus, that's just such a weird fucking name. Right. And I'm like, it's stuck out of my head. And I'm like, what the fuck does it mean? I'm like, it's a, it's a constellation. Yeah. Yeah, they already used the A for Alpha. So yeah, but that was the whole the thing. When they said these strains of viruses were coming out, they were going to go down the Greek alphabet. They did like the first two or three. Then after right. that, it's like, Phew. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they hit but a But the couple. first one and the second one make a lot of sense when you think about it this way. Because Alpha means dominant. Beta means subservient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it was, 
It was on. It was it's, Delta it's, and Omicron. And, yeah. yeah. So I skipped from... <laughs> skipped to C. Yeah. yeah <laughs> after the first couple, it just goes to uh, spatial coordinates. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, no. That's it does. If you really think about it, yeah. it does. Because you say, hey, the first one's the alpha. means we're dominant. Next one came out with beta. You're subservient. And it's like, all right, this is what the fuck's going to happen. But we're yeah. not going to tell you in the straightaway way what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh until you become pets to the overlords. The holographic so, overlords. Right. Yeah. All right. That seems fair. Because maybe that's why they're pushing AI, too. It's like they're already here and some robots invading us. Right. And they're like, hey, we're going to give you this technology. You just fuck yourselves. Yeah, yeah. No. Let the team Clean out what you need. Yeah. We'll just take what's left. It's fine. All right. That's all I got. So all right. This no, is a short sure. extra. That is interesting. So. All right. Bye, folks. Goodbye.